Hey everybody, this is Tony from the Squirt to Stab podcast. Welcome to our first show. Today it's just Pat and I just discussing just things. Um, he talks a lot about his vegan diet, but I don't want you to think that this is a nutrition podcast because we'll end up talking about just about anything and everything. Hopefully we'll have some guests, uh, we might have some segments and some other stuff. So just uh, sit back and enjoy uh, our first show. It was kind of impromptu. Um, but I had a good time. I hope Pat had a good time. And look for more shows, uh, hopefully, uh, this upcoming weekend. Now just sit back and enjoy. Thanks. This is the Squirt to Stab podcast with Tony and Pat coming from you live, but not really live, from a bunker somewhere. I don't know. People say that. I don't know why. So what's up, Pat? <laughs> no one, no one ever says that. Anyway, <laughs> I'm from a bunker over here. Yeah, no, there's guys. There's guys. I listen to some conspiracy podcasts, and there's always a dude from a bunker underground or a bunker yeah. in California. I'm not in a bunker. I'm in my basement. Yeah, somewhere in yeah. the Midwest. I'm in, I'm in my mom's basement. I'm yeah. in a bunker somewhere in a war zone. Yeah. <laughs> It's like my wife forced me to the basement. I mean, a bunker all by myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so much cooler if you call it a bunker. It is. Um, so welcome to our, our first show we're doing as the Squirt to Stab podcast. And some people are going to wonder right away, what the hell does Squirt to Stab mean? And I'm going to tell yes. you right off the bat. It's nothing, as Pat said early, earlier, he said he was glad it had nothing to do with uh, any kind of phallic stuff. Um, actually, when I was in college, there was this chat uh, room um, in the early days of the internet, and it was called ISCA, and uh, I didn't have a name at the time for it, um, but we were partying in a friend's uh, dorm room, and this is, you know, just me, I, I was kind of messed up, and I'm like, hey man, does anything start with uh, SR? I'm like, you know, anything, and a guy looked in the dictionary, and he's like, no, it just goes from squirt to stab. I'm like, oh man, it's that's that's cool sounding. Um, so yeah, we're squirt to stab. I do know that if you look squirt to stab up in the uh, up in Google or Bing or whatever, some weird shit comes up. But we're not affiliated with that at all. So. <laughs> Soon it'll be a picture of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what, my question is this: Is why were you looking for something that started with S R? I don't know. You know, I don't know why I even thought about that. Like I said, I was partying, probably a little bit messed up, and uh, I don't know. I asked, and, and it was funny that the guy grabbed the dictionary and looked it up. But I found out later there are words that are S R, and I just. I don't remember the words, but it must have just been a little college dictionary. It just went from squirt to stab. Really? Well, yeah. it's, it's Sriracha. Is that that's a proper name? But it's probably S I R. I I have course, no idea. And then abbreviation for senior. Yeah, well, some someone can Google that shit. Like, yeah, well, I'm gonna I, Google why Tony wanted a word that started with S R. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I don't remember. I have no idea. Um, but it was it was back in the day. So I was gonna, I was going to ask you. Uh, are, are you still eating vegan? Yes. And how's that going for you? It's going, man. Yeah. It's going about as good as it's going to get. Yeah. I uh, think. Uh, I, you know, we made a decision. It was based off just getting healthy. 
my wife, she was about it. She's like, I'm going to go vegan. I think for her, it was somewhat like an elimination diet because she was having some reactions and she didn't know what it was coming from. So she decided to do it and she said she was feeling great. And she would start saying, you will you know, rather than her just saying, you know, she would say, hey, you should go vegan. I would just typically end the conversation pretty much right there. I mean, that was like the first time I think one of the first things I even mentioned to her, probably anyone I ever meet was like, hey, how you doing? My name's Pat. I'm always going to eat meat for the rest of my life. So don't try to change me. I mean, it's probably <laughs> like my prerequisite. I'm not going to stop. Uh, that's my favorite food. I like steak. I like cheese. I like meat, you know, and so she always say, start with, well, you should see, watch this video. And I'm like, I'm not about ready to dig, bury my head in one of these propaganda videos. I've seen it before with the cows getting cut or something's happening in a slaughterhouse or in a chicken place. And I'm like, the only thing I can't stop thinking about when I'm watching this is I wish I had a plate of chicken wings and or a steak in front of me <laughs> yeah. right now. Like it's only going to make me in the middle of this show. I'll be probably halfway through a raw steak. And go, Oh, where did that come from? Like when the movie where the guy turns into a werewolf and he wakes up and there's blood all over yeah. his face and he doesn't know why. But anyway, there was a show on Netflix and she was like, Hey, this is a good show. And, I just quickly Googled it, like, how full of crap is this show, right? And it was just doctors talking. And it didn't seem like anything that was super biased or PETA or not to say that PETA's bad or any of these people. But some people can be pretty, you know, forceful with their information versus trying to have an open discussion with someone to help them maybe have it help them self-discover something. Um like real information versus you're an idiot, you're a baby killer or whatever. And I watched a show called Game Changer on Netflix. And it was very informative. And I during it, I, my whole the whole my whole deal was starting the show was I'm gonna debunk this as we're watching it and just probably piss my wife off to where she's gonna leave me. But I'm like, I'll show her and as I'm looking up information from what they're talking about, there was nothing I could like say was a lie. And the biggest thing, other than the health part of it, was like the environment, which I know that a lot of things are pr perspective on a lot of key on a lot of things people talk about. There's a lot of perspective. Okay. Kind of like you can make anything look big and you can make anything look small. I think most people will agree that we probably need to be cleaner to our earth, do things like clean up plastic and know where to put the garbage and not be such slobs as a species. But at the same time, you, know, you hear a lot of things about how different things can hurt the environment, blah, blah, blah. Well, anyway, I started going this and it was talking about how with the way the overproduction of animals and, and is 75%. Well, you know what? I'm going to start throwing numbers out that may not even be accurate, but like in agriculture, 70, there's a lot of water being wasted. And a lot of it has to do with livestock. Now I'm looking this up. I'm like, man, I thought like walnuts and avocados and strawberries took up a lot of water. But according to this 
just water alone, it's, you know, and here's the thing also. I'm not saying it's probably bad to eat steak. Right now, I'm wondering how I'm going to probably wean myself on to having meat here and there. But, Tony, you've known me for a long time. When I eat meat, I don't just have a small portion. Yeah. I would eat, like, two pounds of meat in one meal. So, I did it. The first thing was for my health. The second thing was, for, you know, I'm thinking, well, if it helps the environment, cool. Anywhere we can help the environment. But, really, it was the health, and I could, I feel great, man. I went on, I did the vegan thing, and I feel wonderful. That's a lot. You know, but, yeah. someone really was that's why I did it. I'm not going to be one of those people what they should do, but I think it's worth people looking at. Um, who knows in what direction the world's going to go. Right now, I'm sure there's tons of people who are afraid to talk about why you shouldn't eat meat because they're afraid that they're not going to fit in with the rest of the with society who will make fun of them for yeah. not eating meat. But when you look at some of this stuff, it, it – okay. That there could be, I think there might be a chance that society in 50 years is going to look a lot different than it is now. It's well, diet, I, not just the diet and the health piece, but just about the mistreatment of animals. You know, and I'm not trying to come from you in a, like from left field over here and be like, oh, we're doing all these terrible things. But when we were eating this as people 50, 60 years ago, 80 years ago, this was kind of an important thing for people to eat. And things have changed. Hmm. You're, I don't think but most Americans aren't spending 18 hours out in their farm <laughs> doing yeah. hard labor all day long where they're going to have one meal where they're going to have a piece of meat and have all this food. And I think a majority of people are probably still eating like farmers, but about three times more food. Yeah. But the only thing they're farming for is are crops in their under their waistband where they're picking at their balls <laughs> trying, yeah. sitting there on the couch like oh man i need to have a 24 ounce porterhouse which sounds delicious by the way right yeah. now well i will n not stop eating meat so uh that's good that you have that kind of self-control i'm not gonna stop i'm gonna keep eating is it good is it meat, good Tony? the meat's the best man it's the best Wings, steak, burritos with meat, hamburgers, cheeseburgers, hot dogs. Sorry, dealing with my kid. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not just yell at him. It's okay. People yeah. can know how abusive you are. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Well, you you just try to get his attention without yelling. Yeah, I just threw something at his head. <laughs> I don't hear him anymore, so it must have worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. So that's cool you're still doing the vegan thing. Because like well, I said, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. So yeah, well, I never thought in a million years I could do it. But, it, yeah. it, but I'll tell you what, it, the effect it's had on me has been very positive. That's yeah. all I can say. That's good. And if anybody really is sitting there complaining about how they're unhealthy or how they're whatever blood level or they have inflammation and all these things and like i just don't know what to do well maybe you should look at your diet now for me it was extreme you know the simple fact that i went the way i did it really was portion control i think a lot of things i ate was wasn't even that bad for me it was really probably how much i was eating um so i made a lot of changes i started working out a little more i made a little bit more of a heavy 
exercise regimen. I started drinking nothing really but water. And I think that alone, I would have seen some drastic changes probably. But I don't have like heartburn. I feel good. I don't have inflammation. I, you know, I just been feel, I've been feel, I feel like I can think more clear. It's been good, and my blood levels have been real good. I've went and had a physical before. I well, went there during, after. Well, I think the most important thing, though, is your libido and your testosterone yes. level. I mean, are you still giving it hard where you, when you need to, or what? I I probably just I can't ever stop touching myself if that answers your really? question. I don't think my libido. Whether I could be eating a. A styrofoam cup, and I will. My libido will still be well, that's my, just where it's at. Yeah, because I don't know. Did the movie touch on testosterone at all? Does it? It did. It did, okay. it did actually, and they had a, a part in the movie um, where they had three athletes come in, and what they did was they did a lot of these experiments. And they, it was really cool, actually. How they ate like a burrito where the protein was chicken or steak or pork or whatever. They did their blood level. You could actually see it in the blood vial, how foggy the blood was, right? Yeah. The, how, how It would show how it would, like, settle the layers of your blood, and then they'd mix it, and this is what the blood looks like. Then they would do it the same exact food, except that protein would have been, like, yeah. something soy or okay, maybe it was, like, to... cashew cream. I don't know what they did, soy or tofu or didn't even put a protein. Like meat, there was no meat or dairy, right? And the blood was 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 more clear. And they they hooked them up to all these stuff throughout the night. And they said that their the blood flow through their dick, <laughs> their their blood flow and their you know penis was. They said they had a, a longer erection throughout their sleep. Like, it was uh, pretty drastic, too. Hmm. And they said this is, like, something that athletes, you know, they this is one thing they were touching on. They say, okay, there's no way to be big and strong if you don't eat meat. Yeah. And they start talking about the biggest and strongest animals on Earth. I think the rhinoceros is one, um, and the gorilla. They don't, they eat all vegetation. Yeah. They have the most muscle mass than anything on Earth. And they're talking, and then they start bringing in like the strongest man in earth. Those, those, you know, those strongman contests. Yeah. These famous people and these athletes that came and said okay, they started seeing an increase in their strength when they gave up eating meat, dairy, and they went vegan to a plant-based diet, and they actually saw themselves getting stronger. And they're using those examples, and uh, they showed like uh, the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, these they had uh, this guy, his wife. She was, by the way, has this phenomenal, a phenomenal chef. Had this spread for, it was a feast that looked delicious, and it wasn't anything. It was like a plant-based vegan food that she developed. It didn't look like one of those. My biggest thing is, don't fake stuff. Yeah, you know, isn't that, isn't that the problem? So when you go off your vegan diet, I'm gonna go run right away and go grab my. Go grab a burger because I'm still eating this fake stuff, which probably could be worse than eating actual meat anyway. You know, my thing is I'll do some imitation stuff, but majority I just try to eat whole food. Like I'll have a taco or burrito, and I will use like a cashew cream instead of sour cream, yeah. which is not bad. It's pretty good. 
and I'll use corn and beans and different other things, and I won't put any fake cheese in it, which I don't like fake cheese anyway. It's there's a, it's weird to me. Oh my god. Um, but it's uh, That's but it's good. But anyway, she made all these players on this food. It looked really good, and a lot of these athletes come out saying they were able to up their game because of this plant based diet. Really. Yeah, I mean, for me, like again, like I said, I can't believe I did it. My wife, you know, she does a lot of cooking. She does, she's a good cook. So when she's cooking, I was almost basically eating vegan anyway. I was out in Los Angeles at the end of February, and I'd already kind of been eating a lot of vegan just because she was cooking it. I was out there. I was eating like uh, places that I, I when I lived out there that I missed, like Dino's Chicken on Pico, this awesome chicken, uh, steak burritos, burritos out there, some places that are awesome, In-N-Out Burger, I hit In-N-Out Burger like two or three times the four days I was there, I mean, I I was just a a Pink's Hot Dog, I mean, dude, I was killing it, I came back and I immediately just decided, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it, you know, let's just do it just to see if I can do it. And I've uh, been vegan ever since. Since beginning of March. So now what? Well, by the time this airs, what? You'll get this out there, what, in about six months? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hopefully by so, this week, yeah. So uh, we're now we're, we're in the middle of fall right now. So, man, that's uh, eight months of this. That's impressive, man. Like, because uh, I've been doing keto the past few weeks. I kind of had a cheat day uh, today. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude, I can't imagine not eating meat or cheese or dairy. Oh, no. So that's great. So. Nice. Yeah. So you don't, you can't, you don't eat dairy on a keto diet? No, I do eat, I, I, you can eat dairy. They just don't recommend it. But I'm just saying, like, uh, on the keto, it's basically high fat, moderate protein, and really low carb to no carb. Oh, so. so but I eat, like, yeah, you let olives and avocados on, I eat salad. Okay. Um, not that sounds good. You shouldn't really eat fruit. It's okay. I I feel really good on it, and it's muscle sparing. I've been working out again, and I can just tell a difference already. So nice. But yeah. well, that's one thing. Everybody's body oh is different. Yeah. Plus, I really feel like the power of positive thinking. You know, I think that if people believe, like it's kind of like in their head. Like I think if you get passionate about something. And you believe in something and the power of positive thinking, you're going to see more results than if you didn't have that passion. I mean, plus, if you're on any of these diets, I'm sure there's a lot of health benefits to it. You know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people out there who are going to tell you how great keto is, and then there's going to be some people that tell you how bad it is. I just had a lecture from my family, my brother, and, and uh, he's an acupuncturist. And, you know, he knows a ton about medical stuff. You know, he tries, he's all about holistic. He says, you know, kill yourself without doing. You know, like medicine, he's like, some of that stuff could be necessary, but long term, you want your body to have the ability to fix itself, basically. And we were talking about it, and my, uh, my mom started telling me about how her doctor told her, because my mom, as you know, Tony, she she was never much of a meat eater. Yeah. You know, and that was just because it was her own preference of that she doesn't like it. But she eats it, and sometimes, you know, she'll put, like, toppings on her pizza, she'll have stuff. She doesn't go away from it completely, but... Um, the doctor told her something. I wish I now I'm 
people are going to be listening and go, man, this guy knows nothing. And that is true. <laughs> I know nothing. I regurgitate anything I hear that sounds smart. But it sounded like it was saying something about, uh, what is the, the Jedi, the little things in their cells? The oh, the metachlorine? Yeah, it yeah, sounds fuck those like guys. That. It's like it's like <laughs> mythard something, but medi- yeah. let's just call it metachlorine for all intents and purposes. So I kept saying, "Oh, it's like the Jedi stuff." And she was talking about how well she says you need to up it, which is on when you're eating vegan. And she can't, and she has an allergy, so she can't eat like legumes, anything with lectin. So she can't eat a lot of things where she can get some of those essential proteins and amino acids. So for me, I was like. She was like, yeah, there's like, you can get, there's 26 different whatever proteins, blah, 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 but there's nine or 11 essential amino acids that you need that she says that do come from meat, you know, and like fish are a good source of it and all this stuff. And of course, I, my wife, she receives all this stuff about when you eat, especially fish, everything we breathe and eat and drink. There's plastic, like yeah. If you've seen, have you seen that? Like, there's like so millions of particles of plastic, and there's more plastic in the ocean than plankton, and and she's like, fish are like just contaminated. This is, you know, and then you don't want to get farm raised fish because it's even worse and whatever. But so my brother, he's able to dissect it. He starts telling me, he's like, yeah, there's nine essential amino acids that you get from meat, but I guess there is other things you can get from. I don't know if it's like broccoli or quinoa. But you, we were my my wife was looking up saying no. She's like, we can get, we can still get it, you know. And then there's all the stuff about B12. And, but anyway, I think everybody. I went on a rant there, but I think if you're if you're on a diet and you're being disciplined about it, and I mean there could be some. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a bad thing about many diets. And I think I think what it comes down to is people need to know their bodies. I think people need to know. Some people can be on high protein and working out, like the old Schwarzenegger encyclopedia. His whole thing was what: eat red meat, drink red wine, work out until you pass out. <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Roids, right? I mean, roids kind of helped him, though. <laughs> dude, whatever, roids. whatever damage he did to his body, we can yeah. tell. We, he did get. You can, you, no one can tell me that dude didn't get huge. You know, now everyone knows how oh, you can't do that. But yeah. I mean, it worked. And he did it. And I think it really comes down to discipline and probably really with working out. For me, the worst part of working out is the part where I have to put my shoes on. You know, like, shit, yeah. I got, I'm going to go out and do this. And it's like, if I can get past the part of I put my shoes on and I get right into stretching, it's done, dude. I'm, I'm into workout and now I'm going hard. And then, I, and then I have like this little weight bench I have outside in my garage and I'll do that. And it's not like what a real bodybuilder would do i mean all these guys yeah. do all this shit with all these bands and all the weights yeah. and all the different muscles i do want like three four simple core bodybuilder you know muscle workouts and for me i see the best results for me when i'm doing some cardio about not even heavy cardio for about 30 minutes at least a day maybe at least four days a week followed up with some weightlifting. The weightlifting for me, I've even seen it with my blood work. My blood work was great when this is going on. I had an ingrown, a severe, terrible ingrown, ingrown toenail, man. I had to have my toenail cut off on the okay, sides. My shoulder was hurt. I thought my shoulder was destroyed. It turned out it was only tendonitis in the shoulder, which mm. I felt like a, such a coward. Because I'm like, I'm pretty sure I had like my labor and was torn in half. Um, but... When I start lifting weights, man, I see a drastic change in how I feel and in my blood work and just my, my energy. 
you know? Well, there's it's, many. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, there's many that claim that lifting weights is a fountain of youth. So, I well, lift weights. I love uh, it. I'll be dead in any minute. Yeah. Then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, and just so people know, this is not a, uh, a health and fitness <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's the first show we talk about being yeah, vegan just don't post and our keto. Up yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm not going to do that or even say who we really are. I don't want people to know. Um, so let's kind of change the topic here to something else. Um, uh, let's talk about, because you have been uh, in some movies, we can say that, right? Um, yes. Now, you, we're in two different states right now. Uh, where you are, have they opened up movie theaters at all? Uh, only thing I've heard is they've actually closed down, I think, Regal. Uh, I've heard that some these places are actually permanently shut down. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. ones the ones by me uh, are not opened up either. Um, it's kind of sad. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I, I like the whole, uh, when I can watch a movie, I have a theater room in my basement. I like watching movies down there. But, you know, going to the movies is kind of a family thing. It's cool. Go out, get your slushies. It's like a night out. Um, yeah, buttered popcorn. Yeah, buttered popcorn. Butter. And the movie experience, there's something to be said about it. Um, so I, I was just wondering how things are where you are with that. Because, uh, you know, we're, we missed some major movies that were supposed to come out, like Black Widow. Um, yeah. Know, that was a big Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters. I think even Wonder Woman should have been out by now, I believe. Yeah, right? you're right. So, um, uh, and I like, I, I was kind of surprised that Disney did not decide to put Black Widow just on Disney Plus and have you pay for it, but I guess they're really going to try to push to make some money off that this winter. Um, so, I mean, do you still talk to anybody out in the movie industry and, uh, have, have they said yes. how things are going for them? People are struggling. Yeah. I mean, a lot of my friends are all out in Southern California, and it's a it, it costs, dude. Say it costs you an arm and a leg is an understatement. Yeah. To live out there, I mean, you're barely scraping. I know guys who are doing regular TV shows, who, you know, it's not what you think. They're not living in some gigantic mansion up in the hills mm. with their, you know, Mercedes Benz and all these cars. They're they're scraping by, man. They're yeah. you know. And right now, with nothing going on, I mean, I have one buddy of mine who I was in a film with recently, and he literally moved to England. Wow. He literally, he went to the visit, he had somebody out there he went to go see, and um, his love interest of his, uh, a lovely lady I've never met, but anyway, he's now said, you know, I'm subleasing my place in LA, and I'm going to find work in England. Yeah. And that's, you know, like, I don't, I don't want people to get me wrong. I don't necessarily feel bad for Hollywood in a, a sense because there's a lot of people like suffering, um, but there are working class people in the movie industry, you know. So yes, um, yeah. So you're yeah. right, and I, you know, and I have no blob buddies out there, and I, I don't know what what they're doing. They may. That's a good question. Mm -hmm. I, I know that people like for us when we did this film recently. We were gonna. There was gonna be some films slated that were gonna be coming up next. Well, that's all pretty much, you know, not the same plan. You know, um, I mean, I didn't do that for a living. Thankfully, it was. It's cool to do. It's fun to do. I like partaking in it. I, but yeah, I'm. Uh, but a lot of my friends who do do that, 
for a living. Some are fortunate to be in situations where they don't have to rely on having to work right now. But I would say a majority of them do. And they're dying. I mean, and I mean, a lot of people I know are moving from L.A. I've had multiple good friends of mine who are in Los Angeles doing pretty good who just up and left. Yeah. We, you know, we, they we, just up and left, man. And then, uh, yeah, it's, it's wild. Yeah, the, ac- the exodus out of California, that's big news, man. Some states are worried that there's too many Californians moving to their state. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, um, I mean, that's the thing. I mean. But I'll tell you this, man. I mean, when I was out there in March, this is weird. We're starting to talk. At the end of February, I left there March first, March second. We we were we so we were seeing this this beginning of this whole COVID nineteen thing, this whole pandemic, and we saw how it was going to happen, and we didn't know what the effect. And oh, we're going to eradicate this quickly. And we were all assumed to believe that hey, you know, things are going to be in place to where we don't need to worry about it. You know, it's it, mostly we just thought it was smoking, you know, a lot of people talking. Yeah. And, of course, everyone's taking any information they get these days and turning it into something wild and extravagant. Well, in this case, it, needs to tell me I don't think anyone really knew what was going to happen, but I would say this happen. wasn't the best case scenario. Yeah. But I, I remember even then I, when I was going up and down the streets where I used to live in West Hollywood and, and going through even like parts of uh, Hollywood, it, people always think it's some extravagant, awesome place. It is not really. It's. You know, there's a lot of a lot of homeless people live in Southern California because if you were homeless, where would you want to live? Yeah, yeah, it makes not sense. Not in the Midwest, right? Yeah. Not where we live, it would be someplace warm and nice where live you're basically able to have a almost blend in with the rest of the people that live out there. You know, so I went out there and I went to my old neighborhood, which is a very nice neighborhood. You know, uh, very expensive. I mean, everywhere there's expensive, but this place you're paying a premium. And in the parking spots where you can park your cars, rather than there being cars, people had tents. And I guess there's some ordinance from, and I don't know the law, I don't know what the truth is, but what I was told is police officers aren't going to make these people move. Yeah, I've heard that too. It was, dude, I remember it was downtown LA near like the fashion district. There's a place called Skid Row been there forever i mean there's a band called skid row um what's the dude's name he's like sebastian bach great. man yeah that guy's like the best man i'd yeah. say him and glenn danzig he's a he's that guy sebastian i don't even is he still i don't know if he's alive yeah, he's, he should be still singing uh, somewhere he's, i think he was still doing something but you know what's funny um my other podcast last night i talked about glenn danzig because we were actually talking about uh who should play x-men um and upcoming marvel stuff like right. if they do they were like talking about if it was the 90s something about alternate universe and i brought up glenn danzig as wolverine and there's like who so like who's glenn danzig and mind you these guys are only what? like four years younger than me i'm like how do you not know who glenn danzig is i'm like lee singer of the misfits who's in danzig <laughs> mother it's like come on man it shows your age but they're only four years younger that's pathetic. that happened i was i worked at a place and it was probably about Ten years, uh, no, not even five years ago, and someone uh, had a team of guys w- uh, on my team, and someone I said something. Really the guy said something back to me to be funny. I'm like, who? Are you, what are you, who do you think you are, Richard Pryor? And he just gave me the most blank look ever. Wow. And he's like, I'm like, what? I'm like Richard Pryor. He's like, he's like, what? I don't understand. He's like, you don't know who Richard Pryor is. 
And then, and then I'm like, well, dude, you don't know who Richard Pryor is. And I looked at the kid next to him. I'm like, dude, Richard Pryor. And he's like, yeah, he's the quarterback for the Ohio State Buckeyes. And he was talking about Terrell Pryor. I'm like, dude, I start flipping out. And so nobody knew who Richard Pryor was. I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot. I'm like 10, 15 years older than most of these guys. And, and, and I, saw, I, saw, I finally found someone on the opposite side of the building who was like, yeah, and a couple people. Like, yeah, Richard Pryor. I'm like, hey, who the hell doesn't know Richard Pryor? Yeah, that's yeah. – But either – but either way, going back to this, the, these people, dude, this, the, the uh, L.A. is being overrun somebody, by a lot of homeless. I mean, it's gotten worse. And maybe, I don't know if I didn't see it before, because back when you're auditioning, I, we lived in West Hollywood, we would go about five, six blocks at the studios, do your auditions, maybe go to Santa Monica, you know, do stuff there, and then you go, in the, go to Burbank, go to Universal, you know, over, over the hill or whatever, and... I always thought, like, did I miss this? When I lived in Vegas, I took my wife out there. You know, it was like a four and a half hour or five hour drive. We start driving through downtown and she just starts laughing. I'm like, what? She's like, this and she's looking around and I was offended because she's laughing at, you know, it's not even where I'm from. Who cares? I'm like, what? What is this? This is LA. She's like, it's so dirty. It's dirty. (laughs) Like the sign, the green signs above the highways is just matted with, like, dirt. When I started going, yeah, this is pretty sickening. I think it's gotten worse. But my, my thing is, people are paying so much money to live there, dude. You have to be making like four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000 a year to just live somewhat comfortably. Not probably more. That's probably, some people could probably get by making under $100,000, but you're like, you're budgeting. You've got to budget. You have to budget. Big time, man. You have a small like you're eating spaghettios, spaghettios every every meal. <laughs> not yeah, even, dude, not even dude, heating it up. I have a story about a guy who eat nothing but spaghettios. When he did eat, <laughs> yeah, well, out there. Uh, but yeah, dude, it's like you spending so much money. They, like these these influencers, and then there's this one building my buddy knew of when he was out. He's a writer. He's one of the guys who left there. He's now uh, in Chicago, back where he's from, doing work and. He he would. There was a place there that these guys would have like a eight hundred square foot studio, a thousand square foot studio that costs like four thousand dollars a month. Mm. I mean, and this isn't even like, and I'm sure places were even more expensive. It's California, dude, and you know the fires, the droughts, you know the the government. I mean, but the thing about it, and I was talking to somebody else, we're talking about real estate. He says, you know, think about L.A. though is that their economy is sustainable. It's not going away. You got you got every single – I mean, I think California is, what, the top five biggest economies in the world yeah, by itself. It's, it's up there, yeah. You know, but people are always going to want to live there. It might have a little market crash, but like in Vegas, it's a lot cheaper to live. But even when this crash happened, what, 2007, 2008? Yeah. Vegas took the biggest hit. Four hundred thousand dollar house all of a sudden cost one hundred thirty eight thousand dollars. You know, in L.A. I mean, the thing is, I live when I first moved to L.A. We lived in Koreatown, right? Just the blocks south of us was the jungle. They called the jungle. That's where, like, where we lived was about where the Rodney King riots had happened back in nineteen ninety, whenever that happened, ninety two, whatever. Like, it wasn't a bad area. Like, it was right off Olympic, right off of Crenshaw, where Crenshaw dead end there. That's where I lived. It's a there was a not it was a nice area. It was a majority of Hispanic and Korean. Uh, very nice. A lot of 
like family, but you go a couple blocks, it looked a little different. Then you got into million dollar homes, dude, a half a block away across the street. People were paying over a million dollars for homes. I remember thinking, man, are you kidding me? And that was freaking, God, dude, that was 14 years ago. Yeah. So everything going on, everyone wants to live in L.A. But I will tell you this, man, my wife brought up a good point. Nobody seems to be caring about celebrities anymore, man. Yeah. If anything about this pandemic with movies, like, dude, for me, I love movies. I'll watch them. I'll watch them in front of my TV. I do kind of like watching them in front of my TV, but there is something about some movies being – I love movie theaters. Yeah. I know – before I used to worry, like, I don't want to get bed bugs. Now it's like, well, I just don't want to die. <laughs> but, you know, but we learn more, you know, probably not die. But still, I mean, it's, a, you know, a severe version. I don't want to say version of flu. I don't want to insult anybody because we don't know what this virus is, right? But, but you know, going to a theater, I mean, there's, of course, there's the risk. And you don't want to transmit to somebody who could be affected. But the smell of popcorn, the soda in your hand, your, your $6.75 medium-sized soda, slushy your milk duds i mean dude getting you know soft pretzel or nuggets with the cheese dip you know some places we had here had like a place where you could get a slice of pizza you get a big thing of buttered popcorn dude i mean come on yeah my, i'm uh, walking out my movie theater had churros are you serious yeah they have churros and it's like oh, man they're so it. good were they good churros? were they the good kind oh, of churros? yeah they were good dude and uh every churros. every they have like 16 theaters every one of them have those reclining seats like the motorized yes. ones, so yeah, the, the there was free refills on the slushies. <laughs> so really, yeah, dude. So it was it was I'd fun. Die. I would have died. People were like, yeah. "Where's Pat?" It's like he's dead, dude. But <laughs> I mean, at this point, I'm like, I just feel if if you really are afraid, then don't go out. But if if you want to brave it, man, that should be up to you at this point. You know. <sighs> Well, I mean, I think we're at the point of where it's not going to be eradicated, right? I mean, right. look, I mean, look, everywhere is getting bad again. Europe is bad. Um, eventually, I mean, we don't even know how effective the vaccine is going to be. Well, here, here's my thing. thing we, here's my thing about the vaccine. As far as I understand, yeah, this virus is considered a coronavirus, right? Like the common cold. Yes. Is that correct? We have never come up yes. with a vaccine for the common cold. Is it correct? So um, I don't, I don't know. I know the Spanish flu in 1918 or whatever it was was pretty bad. I don't know if they came up with a vaccine. Yeah. So, but I think it was just herd, uh, herd immunity then. Or, yeah. Know. But so, what, what my question is, and I, I and again, I, I could be wrong. If it's, if it's another, if it's a version of the common cold or the same type of virus, and we've never eradicated that, how do they expect to have a vaccine for this? Well. Um, they're hoping it doesn't, I guess, evolve as much, being yeah. it's new. I mean, they're they're going pretty fast. I mean, warp speed, dude. I mean, I heard some, there, that some yeah. people talking about how there, there was a hiccup in some of this vaccine stuff, like someone got sick. Yeah, but you know what, dude? I, I'm and, to the point, I've heard so many different things, and they keep changing shit. I, I really just don't believe anything. I don't believe well, anything. Well, here's the thing. You know. Here's the thing, man. That, that's the fault. That's not the scientist's problem, though. That's yeah. the media. The media is putting spins on all the... Hello? You still there? Trump. All he did oh. was work with an administration that was willing to work with him that he put out there on every platform, mm. Democrats, Republican, said, I want to do the CBW. I don't know much about it. And the Trump administration said, well, we're going to work with you, and they're coming up with something. And now he's getting 
And that's what you read. You read about, oh, he's all about Trump, all this stuff. Which, first of all, really, if you want to talk about whether if it was important enough to talk about, it's not about him supporting Trump. That's the problem. People are supporting and fighting for their political party. Like yeah. it's European soccer. Oh, my team. I'm going to kick your ass in the street because this. It's like this guy's supporting his community. He understands he came from where he came from, whereas he saw the the – the oppression from his community. He saw how people were treated and what, and over the years of years and years and years of how things were, what happened, right? Mm. He wanted to do something about it. Right. And now people are saying, well, you, you know, it's like, that's the same thing with the news. They want to get a rise. They want you to click on something. They want you to click on it. They're going to say all this stuff. So scientists are getting blamed for not knowing anything because the media throwing stuff out there. Well, the vaccine and all this stuff and everybody's blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like, and you stay, you know, it's kind of like the thing we saw this years ago when, like, what was it Geraldo said he was in a war zone and he wasn't anywhere close yeah. to the fucking thing. You know, it's like people want to see, they, no one cares about Geraldo. They want to see a white supremacist break his nose on live TV with <laughs> yeah. a chair. You know, no one gives a shit. They want to see, uh, high, dude, in LA, dude, we, we, people, we would all start cheering at the TV news, breaking news, fucking. 5,000 cops are taking. Hello? Hello? Pat, you there? You there? Oh, yeah, you you, you, uh, you oh, broke up a little bit. Bad network. Well, there's a high-speed chase. Of cop- yeah. It went right in front of our house. It's like people want to see that shit. People want to see this terrible stuff. So, I mean, yeah, what, what on news... It's like people complain, though, right? Oh, how come it's all negative? Because if it wasn't, it wouldn't bring your ass in front of the TV to watch this shit. Yeah. You know, like, Pete, you are the product. You don't understand. This is because of you. This is because of us. This is because... So the news is tearing... is Put stuff out there. You watch Fox. Some, they say something. They say on CNN. They say something. It's like how it was. Fox is now what, you know... Like what CNN was, what Fox was, what, seven years ago, whatever it was. I, I don't care. You take the information. It's like going to the doctor. I go to the doctor. I get my blood report right, and it's up to me to figure out how am I going to fix this. Or I'm going to send my ass and tell the doctor I need painkillers. I'm going to need statin. You know, I'm probably not going to be able to control cholesterol. So I'm going to no. I'm going to have to get up my ass off up the couch and start moving around. Like this whole that's the whole thing with this news. Like now. It's all bad. Like, God forbid you're a cop. God forbid you're a scientist. You know, there's people out there who are throwing shit up on Facebook. I, I had to get off that, man. I, some guy I knew was like, dude, you failed school. You never <laughs> knew anything about science. Now you think you know more than Dr. Fauci. You know yeah. what I mean? And who knows? Dr. Fauci could be saying, who knows what the guy's saying? It seems pretty credible, but people try to use his words to market their product. And that's what this whole thing is. What do you want to talk about? Politics, anything on TV, podcasts, people are marketing their shit. It was all marketing. Everything is marketing. People are marketing everything, dude. That's what, like, social media. Who's the product? People. Why? They want you to get glued to your phone because then they can sell to all these people who want the analytics of everything you do so yeah. they can get their fucking shit out to you yeah, as inf- quick as possible. Information is the new oil, man. Personal information. Yes. That's what they want. It's, your, your data is what these companies want, man. 
So as far as with this this virus, you're right. Best thing to do is go probably to CDC.gov, which still is not 100%. They retracted yeah, shit. Yeah, well, that's the thing, too, man. They're they playing to the music of the media. Yeah. Forget, fuck the media. Just put your shit out there. We don't know anything yet. This is new, but this is what we've seen, right? Yeah. That's what it is. We don't know anything. People literally are dying. We, we, you and I, Tony, went to school with a girl whose dad died because of this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was five people over the age of 80 in my parents' neighborhood who got it who were all okay. And one of them and two of them had cancer. So, I mean, it could go either way, right? Yeah. So they don't know. And now with the – but here's the thing I'm getting at is if we're talking about vaccines, it's a chance. They say 50% uh, vaccine that it works, 50% of it, that's like – that's great. That's huge, right? That That's what they consider a success. Um, but I think we're – probably we're, where we get back to normalcy, and I read a very interesting article – that talked about how it's not about a moment where everyone's where they're going to say everything's fine. You can go outside now. It's more men- mental for everybody. Once we get to the point of you know when we have enough therapies to where that's where it's really at. Have the therapies okay. to be able to treat people so not everybody's dying. I think we've done a pretty good job up till now, or at, le- at least it's gotten better. People were thinking it could be ten percent people dying, twenty five percent people dying, five percent people dying, and. I've read articles where, and they still don't, they don't know, but I've seen it actually being closer to 0.6% yeah. people dying. And it's they saying six times deadlier than the flu versus 50 times or a thousand times deadlier. But we still don't know. And you don't know if this thing starts to evolve, right? I mean, I don't know. All, all I know is that uh, John Smith from, my, from high school who – couldn't even tie his fucking shoes, doesn't know more than the scientists. Yeah. Oh, it's okay to go without a mask. Okay, dude. You know, just stay away from people. <laughs> just, but here's my thing. As I, I, at first, when I saw people acting like idiots, I'd get pissed off, right? And it's like, why am I getting mad? I can't control. I can't control anybody. You know what? If I'm having a problem, I'll remove myself. But here's the thing. I don't have the luxury of having any kids yet. And I'm thinking, all these kids are going to school. Dude, everybody's going to get coronavirus. I feel bad for the people who live in an, uh, an unkept situation where there could be grandparents watching their kids. Yeah. Right? They're coming home to grandparents. These guys, these grandparents are going to get this stuff. People who have, what are the more bad, what they call them, comorbidities or whatever, where they have all these problems. And those are the people that cause a problem. But, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to shut down the world? You're going to, I mean, at this point, it's almost like, well, it doesn't matter now. We, we, we you know, we just, we're just going to, you know, my thing is, what happens if we just all stayed at home what the heck for three weeks? I mean, well, we basically did that here where I live. That kind of, did we, though? I Everybody basically... was an essential business. Everybody was an essential business. I was at the time before, what uh, I'm doing now, was at a place where, my company was smart. They said, look, you guys, the just only, work from home, whatever, right? Yeah, the only place uh, Michelle and I went for like two months was maybe a grocery store, and she went, got the stuff, and came right back. Right, and there's still uh, risk there, right? I mean, you have to go to the store. My dad was telling me that people in Italy, so my, you know, people yeah. don't know, I'm, I'm first generation Italian American. My dad's from Italy. My my family's from Italy. He was talking when this this stuff was getting bad. Italy was like. Not doing good. Like ten yeah. percent of the people getting tested positive were falling off. But it was also because of like, they had a high percentage elder of elderly people yeah. there in Italy. I mean, people live a long time there. See, so, I talk, I um, talked to a, a, a first generation Italian guy who has family there. He talks to all the time, and they knew nobody who got it there. 
Really? Yeah, I'm that, like, how's that for, possible? Well, He's like, dude, I'm telling you, they said they didn't know one person. Well, think about it. Their, their worst was where we were at in, like, June or July before we started getting bad. So now people here know people who've had it. Me and my wife suspect we actually probably had it back in mid-February. Yeah, my wife thinks she know. had it then, yeah. You know, because we're like, man, we had those symptoms. I got pretty, I got like this weird, I never get a cough, and I had a fever for a day or two, and I was like, man, I got to get better because I have to go to L.A., and I had just come back come back from, from Maryland for a convention. And, and then two weeks later, my parents went to Dallas, and my dad had a 103 fever. My stepmom then got sick, and then her sister got sick while they were there for a wedding. Like, and then it's like, well, shit, I, I could have been the guy that got everybody sick. We yeah. don't know. Yeah. You know, I was, I'm curious of like, if we could, uh, you know, do one of those tests to see if you had it, but what's the point, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm I pretty mean, sure. Well, I know it ran through my workplace. Um, so I probably had it, but I'm not going to fucking let them test me with shit. Fuck that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't even know how accurate. So, I mean, I would. I well, mean, I heard, I, I heard the I, tests aren't accurate. That's a problem. The reason I would do to test me is even when I go see my parents, we social distance. Sometimes we go in a house. We're very careful. Um, we don't do much, right? We don't do much uh, only because it's I don't need to do much. I don't. I work from home. My wife works from home. We go to the store here and there. We don't really go anywhere. I had a, a like a, a lunch meeting somewhere where it was like an outdoor place, so it wasn't. So, I mean, but again, first of all, there's going to be risk anywhere. You go to the grocery store or whatever, you could possibly get it. But it's, um, I don't, if I, if I thought I was suspected of having it, I'd want to know just for, for my fam, my family's sake to say, Hey, FYI, you know, if you start feeling ill, blah, blah, I don't even know. You know, I was actually tested back in March because I had some symptoms after I got back from LA my wife had had him, and it was easier for me to get the test. And if she has it, I'm gonna have it. I went to the VA. I'm a you know the veteran hospital, and they gave me a test. And I didn't. I didn't even care at the time. The guy's like, "Yeah, you have nothing to worry about. It's the old people." Blah blah blah. And then there was somebody else in this place next to me, and he's like dying. He works at the airport, um, and I didn't care. And all of a sudden, I'm like, "Well, shit! I probably didn't even have it." Now I'm here. Now I probably got it for sure. <laughs> this guy's still shoving stuff up my face, you know, and he's talking about, we're all going to get it. He's like a, the nurse guy, the guy that gives you, like, dude, this is the worst guy to talk to. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be people die. I'm probably going to get it. Everyone's going to get it. But, you know, you're younger. You're fine. So older people, I'm like, dude, like, it's like you're Tony Robbins, only you're like the opposite. Rather than <laughs> telling good news, you're yeah. like telling everybody about how people are going to die. But, I mean, I guess it's a serious thing. And that's the, that's the other thing is with these, med these medical people, you know, that was my biggest thing at the beginning. It's like we're being kind of – people are being pretty shitty. They're saying how nothing's going to happen. You always hear the news report. This guy put on Facebook how it's a scam and he dies of COVID-19. Yeah. Right? And then it's like, you know, it's like it's fine. And they, they're saying how more people were going to die, not just because of COVID-19, but the fact that we were going to take up all the hospital beds, all the ICUs, all these – all this equipment, and at first these doctors didn't even have the PPE, but if you get a car crash, you're not going to be able to get treatment fast enough because people are all in the hospital for COVID-19, or if you have a heart attack, you have a, one out of eight people die of a heart attack when they have it or something like that, but it, that number could look more like five out of every eight people because they're not going to have time to get treated, and 
You know, people are like, <coughs> this doesn't affect me. Well, or, you know, it's like, that, but, you know, who knows, man. I, that's why I like to stay out of all this crap. Because I don't know shit, dude. I'm just going to, I I like to, I like to kind of like heed on the, 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 um, the, the data that is given and the scientists saying these things. It's like, you know what? Of course, this isn't going to be the way we're going to deal with it forever. And this could be things that aren't even right because they don't know yet. Yeah. Oh, I think everyone has an agenda, so I'm not trusting anything. Well, that's the problem, man. Yeah, they're I mean, gonna. That's why this loses credibility because yeah. the information they have, they talk about now. All these political people are putting a huge. What are you going to call like a, putting a spin on stuff? Yeah. So they for their marketing campaign. Oh well, what are you going to do? Wait for the fake alien Stop invasion to come. Picked a wrong. Picked a bad time to stop eating steak. Yeah. Nah. Well, I, like I said, the, the the fake alien invasion happens. You know, it's all part of the plan. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just funny. It's like, oh, there's always a pandemic during the presidential election year. Well, there, I, there yeah, has this been. This one right? might be a little different, maybe, right? Um. <laughs> is it? I don't know. Do they just get better at it? Who knows? I don't know. So, yeah, crazy shit, man. It is, but hopefully one day we'll one day this will all be behind us, and we'll all talk about it. I'm sure. And this, but here's the thing: when it comes to these like movie theaters, I mean, dude, the face of the face of um, entertainment movies, it could all be changed forever. Like I said, my wife, she brought the good point. Nobody cares about these celebrities anymore. Yeah. First of all, everyone can do their movie. Everybody can be doing it, some kind of YouTube thing. Everyone can do whatever. People are less and less interested with celebrities, especially now because you don't hear from them. I'm watching these shows where they have like these giant iPads in the audience with people's faces on it. Yeah, and, just... I mean, if you really really think about that, dude, how ridiculous this is. Uh, well, me personally, and this has been for years, that most of my entertainment actually comes from watching YouTube. Yeah. Like, I, I have Netflix in my house, Hulu, Amazon Prime. I don't even watch any of the shows on that. Like, I'm, I, do, I don't even watch the Marvel shows. Like, I, don't, yeah. I haven't watched The Punisher. I haven't watched Daredevil. I haven't watched The Boys. None of that stuff. I did watch The Mandalorian. But uh, just because That's I great. find the stuff on YouTube more entertaining. Like... I sit and watch it, I laugh my ass off, or I get interested in topics that, you know, the regular people are doing, so, you know, I do like All my right. big, budget, my big, big budget comic book movies and sci-fi movies, but other than that, I mean, so, hey, whatever, you know. Yeah, well, speaking of which, what did you... What do you th- what's your what do you think of all these Marvel movies? What do you think of the End Game and all this stuff? I mean, this has been a, this is a while ago. No one's gonna want to. I know. Um, you know, I liked this, it. But... Obviously, I liked it. Um, you know, uh, I actually, I mean, I, I think I liked the Spider Man movies the best because he's my favorite. Um, yeah. Uh, I kind of li- I almost like the solo films a little bit better, the smaller films than the big ones with everyone. Right way, because I don't I don't know what it is about it. I just think th- I can get into the story a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I love see. you know I collected comic books. I, I love superheroes, <coughs> so I'm, yeah. I'm excited just, about the next phase. 
I like the Wonder Woman movies, but all the other DC movies have been a little bit disappointing yeah. as of late, I feel like. I like the Marvel movies. I agree with you, though. Like, I think one of the more underappreciated movies in Marvel is Ant-Man. Yeah, I like I think it actually like... did it did less than all the other ones, I think. Yeah. But it, it might be my favorite my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the one leading up to Endgame, the one before that I thought was great. And I know Endgame was great, but it's like when I first watched it, I don't know if it was so much. I remember thinking, this is what everyone's talking about. Yeah. You know what it is? Yeah, I watched it again and it was, I mean it's like okay, this is yeah. good, but I mean still this... For for me, I don't like time travel. The only movie I ever really like, there's two movies where I didn't mind time travel. Obviously, the Back to the Future, that right. thing, but it was it was a comedy, so I let it slide. And the first Terminator. But other than that, I don't. Okay, yeah. I I, I just I'm not into time travel. There's just too many ifs for me. Like I can't wrap my mind around all the different scenarios that'll happen, and even when they try to explain how like time. Might not be like a river, or might split off, or however they. I just, I just. There's too many variables, and I just don't like right. it. So. Oh well, yeah, when especially when their continuity's off, you're like, what the yeah. hell is this? I would actually make an argument though with this. With that said, that Back to the Future might be I the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, people love it. I mean, if you might not be my favorite, it's one of those movies where I can't stop watching it. Mm -hmm. First of all, I think that all okay. tr the whole trilogy is great. Mm -hmm. You know, the first one, of course, is like, I mean, the second one's great. The third one, when I first watched I remember thinking, okay, it's all right, but you really watch it. He's like, no, this movie's great, too. But that that movie had everything, man. That first one, you think of the production value of it. It made in 1985. Yeah, it's crazy, the, man. The comedic timing. I mean, you know, Michael J. Fox wasn't even the original dude that was yeah. supposed to do it. They were filming with What's-His-Face. Uh, and it's uh, weird, because we just <laughs> talked about that yesterday. Uh, uh, God, what is his name? Uh, Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and they bring in Michael J. Fox. Dude, Michael J. Fox was great. I was always a big fan of Michael J. Fox. Mm -hmm. But the movie, the whole thing, do you think about how great? I mean, that movie's so good. And just how they tie it in even with the next movies. Like, when they did Back to the Future Part 2, it's like they didn't even miss a beat. And it was ha and it came out like five years later. Wasn't that it was long? Wild. Yeah, it was like 1990. It's like, wow. wow. But it was like... How did I remember watching it as a kid going, wait, how did they bring back all these all this footage from the first movie and like you know, nowadays you can make anything yeah. look like anything. And not only that, know, Chris, but, Crispin Glover wasn't even in it. If you remember the, the the other ones. Like he he had an argument or I don't know exactly what happened, but so that, like he sued like the producer and that's why there's some law in uh in Hollywood now, about actors' likenesses or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Well, he was. He was. He, oh, because he. Well, he was still in it. He played the old dad. You no, know, like that's not him. Look into it. It's like he like didn't do it. Yeah. Really. Uh huh. Or and the, that's well, they, well, that's why he. You mean they used they used the old footage of him though. They they probably movies, yeah they used the old some of the old footage but something about his likeness that they used I don't know I bet you my son knows because he watches well, all he, this shit. Hey Anthony, he was in, why why wasn't Chris Crispin Glover wasn't in Back to the Future too right and he sued or something like that the dad. I don't think so. All I know is that he was in one of the Friday the 13th movies. Oh, just, okay. I don't know why I ask you anything. 
He, he, he was in Hot face. Tub Time Machine. Yeah. He got his face hit with a meat cleaver. Okay, Anthony, enough. <laughs> Go upstairs. <laughs> Jesus. Where's the corkscrew? Yeah. But yeah, there was something um, with, with Kristen, Kristen Glover about that. But anyway. What was the movie he was in with the rats? Oh, it was like someone's name, right? Like Charlie? Wither, Will, Willard. Willard, Willard, I think. Yeah, Willard. Willard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, that movie was weird. Going from like you know when I was a kid, I see movies like with Christopher, with Christopher Reeves as Superman. Yeah. And then I remember I turned on a movie. I'm like, oh, it's Christopher Reeves. It's not you know it's not Superman. But I'm like, oh, this is gonna be cool. And then he starts kissing some other dude, and I'm like, what? What? Really, like, Christopher this Reeves? Superman? I don't know. I, I could have gotten that mixed up. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. That's a hard one to mix up. Well, it was the equivalent of that in my eyes. Where I'm like, wait a minute, he's not Superman. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure that some of the next Superman movies he'll, he'll be kissing a dude. But uh, I mean, yeah, Christopher Reeves. I forgot what movie. Poor Christopher Reeves. Yeah, I know that sucks, dude. That whole thing. Yeah, I mean, he fell off a horse. You know, it's like uh, you know, there's that whole curse with the Supermans, man. All these Supermans were. Yeah, it is. I'm looking at a picture right now. It's a movie called Death Trap. Death Trap. I'm looking at the picture right now. He's kissing another guy. Oh. Michael Caine. Really? Even Michael Caine, yeah. Wow. That had to be dude, very... Dude, Anthony looks like Christopher Reeves when he was young. Really? Yeah, this is wild. Here, I'm going to show you this picture. I'm going to show you here. You got, you got your camera going? You know what? Here? Yeah, my camera's going, but for some reason you... Hang on. Well, not now. How, how about now? Can you see it? Oh, uh, it's blurry. Oh, there's just... Yeah. Eh, it kind of does, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen your son in a while, but... I just I hope, mean, he, doesn't run, I just just hope he doesn't run into a dude that looks like <laughs> Michael Caine. Mm. Well, yeah, here. You want to see the picture? <laughs> I know, but... Do I want to see the picture? Yeah, you're going to want to see it. Why not? I know. Wow. I mean that's that's a real kiss, man. That's not like some like little. And what year did that movie come out? Cause that's uh, nineteen eighty two. Yeah, eighty two. Yeah, so that's uh, this is very um risque for uh that time period. Very brave. Yeah. Yeah. Good for good for them. Yeah. Okay. Hello. Yeah. I mean, nowadays it's like I remember back there you saw two dudes kissing and stuff. People were like, "Oh my god!" Now it's like, "Oh, whatever." Yeah. Well, I remember when Brokeback Mountain came out and the hysteria around that, or there seemed perceived hysteria. I don't know. It's probably because we, maybe the media we were listening to okay, at the time, get, and sure. now it's like no big deal whatsoever. Like just another. Yeah, it's like, like big, yeah. big deal. Yeah. Well, it's like that time that movie yeah. with the guy. Uh, who's the guy that plays um, Captain America? Chris Evans. Yeah, he was in a movie uh, when he first started his career. I think it was with Christy Brinkley or something. Where it's a it's a movie about a cell phone, and like she gets kidnapped. Oh no, that, that was Kim Basinger. It was with Kim Basinger. Yeah, that was actually a good movie. Yeah, like they, she they destroy her, her phone and she's tied up, but she gets it working somehow, and the only number it calls is is, is his. <laughs> is, yeah. Is, 
And so, like, he's like somehow he buys into this and starts like trying to find her. Yeah, no, that yeah, that I thought that was a pretty decent movie. It wasn't. It yeah, wasn't it was. a cell phone. They locked her in an attic or something, and they yeah. smashed the phone. And somehow she was able. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So, but that's like, the same thing. Like it was like, oh my god, a cell phone. Yeah. But now, but just like with the guys kissing, it's like, ah, who cares? We yeah. all. Now it's like, so what's a cell phone? Like that movie can never be made. Yeah. Well, I they, mean, people, they, they, no one needs to worry about getting getting kidnapped either anymore. Yeah. Because you got a cell phone. I got a cell phone like implanted in my ear. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? There's um. Might as well kill me. There's this theory. Uh, I don't. I don't remember where I heard it. And you, we might even talked about this when you were here podcasting a few years ago. How, um, like a lot of the plots from eighties and early nineties sitcoms would not work today because of cell phones. Because one cell phone would have solved their problem that they had. And, and what? 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 what like just like most of the pl- like think of like I don't know like sitcoms from the eighties ni- and nineties like Growing Pains, Facts right. of Life. When an issue came up that drove the plot, the plots wouldn't work today because if somebody just had a cell phone, um, the problem would have been solved. It was yeah, like, and yeah, that's probably why sitcoms are probably terrible now. Yeah, because they're like, well, if someone had a phone, they could have just called and everything would have been taken care of, you know, just because of silly little plot things they did. So Yeah, like we would be on an adventure. Like now it's like, oh, what's yeah. going on? Hey, Facebook, yeah. okay, mom's okay. Yeah. Now it's like, hey, we gotta make sure mom's okay. Now you're going, hey, go get gas. Hey, I'm getting a Slurpee. Yeah. Oh man, look what I just found out. Hey, I just ran into Kevin. He said Amy's pregnant again. You're yeah. Like what? And then all of a sudden you're like, I hope that's not me. Yeah. Well, it's like you know what? It's like you can't even get lost anymore. You know? Like everything. <laughs> it was like everything was a bigger deal. Yeah. There, man. What the fuck? People can't even drive without being on their fucking phone. I'm yeah. driving down the road. I'm like, why is this person in the fast lane now going 55 miles an hour? And I'm like, because they're on their goddamn phone. I, I, every time you look, and they're, they, they're, they're trying to be secretive. Like they're looking in their lap. They're looking in their lap at their phone. Dude, just pick it up and put it right. What's, what are you thinking you're going to trick me? I, I like to honk at these fucking idiots. You know, they get all freaked. It's like, I don't want to cause an accident again. Who am I? But then when I'm on my phone, it matters, right? Because, oh, i got to get this text. People are so goddamn important that they have to make a phone call and put everyone's life at risk. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone's going to die. I mean, you imagine if we all said the world had no cell phones anymore? Yeah, all right. Could you imagine? People can't sit at dinner with each other. I'm going to meet a friend. Hey, Tony, I haven't seen you in fucking whatever long time. We're going to go. Let's go out to eat. Let's go to Red Robin. Let's go get some burgers and endless fries. Now I'm gonna be on my phone while I'm sitting there. Yeah. Well, you go because oh, what are you doing? I'm yeah. planning. I haven't seen so and so forever. I'm uh, planning lunch so I could sit in front of them and be on my fucking phone. Yeah, all it's day. it's amazing. Go, like you know, we could go to restaurants, which most a lot of them are open by me now. But you'll see a group of like kids in their twenties. Like every every single one of them's on their phone, man, not talking to each other. I noticed it once. Like uh, there was a jeep during the summer. Um, and it wasn't this summer, last summer. It was, like, five, like, dudes in a Jeep, like, driving around in the summer. But they were all on their phones, like, at the stoplight. And it's like, dude, we would have had, like, the music blasting and, like, 
looking around for something. No, dude, all four, they were all on the phone, man. <laughs> Doing like, something important like hanging our bare ass out the yeah, window. Yeah, yeah, something. <laughs> nope. Mooning in my ass. <laughs> like, giving the goat to some kid eating yeah. an ice cream cone in the back seat. <laughs> but no, now we got our cell phones to distract nope. us, dude. I mean, that, that I started watching this show called The Social Dilemma. That's what I was like. People are like so addicted to their phones, man. It's so, it's, it's so wild, yeah. dude. About that's about how the marketing and how like all these, what they do to keep you captivated, and you know when you even the ads that play. I play. Oh man, my bad. I I play games on my phone. I'm decompressing. I'll play these games, stupid games on my phone. I actually got into Call of Duty on my mobile phone. Mm. It's actually pretty good. But whatever it is I'm playing, there'll be an ad. And somehow the ad knows that I want to click the ad. You know, my wife, she's if she's ever on it, I'm like, do you get the same ad? And she's like, no, I'm getting this. And it's like the wildest thing. But the social dilemma, you should watch it, man. I started watching it. It was pretty damn disturbing about how it gets your attention and like how it works and how you know, that's where all the money is. Like, that's where the product for these people. They want your information because they, they become more valuable as a company. Like you said. Yeah, this is the new gold. New oil, man. Yeah. New oil. But anyway, man, we're at we're at over an hour. Yeah. So uh, um, I think I'm going to end this. Um, so those of you who listen, thanks. Um, it's our first show. We're just breaking the ice. Uh, come hopefully we'll have some topics and more in-depth stuff um, so again uh, thanks for listening anything you want to shout out to anybody Pat? no just if you want to hear the most profound things being said you want to tune into this yeah. uh, what squirt and stab <laughs> squirt yeah, to stab a lot, of, a lot of important <laughs> topics being covered yeah so uh, you, can, you can subscribe to us uh, on iTunes and hopefully I'll get this up on Stitcher and Spotify you can go to our website, but I'm going to tell you right now our website's going to suck because I'm not going to put a lot of effort into it. I just use it for the RSS feed. So, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so fuck you, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Pat and We're going to sell your data. Yeah, we're going to sell your data. So, uh, we are out. Have a good one. Later.